Tom Korski, who is a man now known to the law, managing editor of Black Locks Reporter. Good to have you, Tom. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> All right. So uh, you guys have been making news, and um, I, I don't think we've ever heard about this before, but apparently the police showed up at your office at the press gallery in Ottawa Friday night. and uh, Did they cuff you, or did they just haul you away or tell you to go? What happened? Yes, accompanied press gallery executives with an eviction notice. Get out, get out. They said, I'm locked out of my office. I'm being reprimanded. It's punitive. And it's about control, Alex. What did you do? I mean, what are they, the accusation, and, and it, I, we want to be clear here, three complaints, and I think there's, what, 14 members in total, or there are 14 that didn't complain, but three did? This is in the National Press Building. No one's ever been evicted this way before, by the way. Uh, so <laughs> you have that honor now. I, I do. This, I'm going to put it on my business cards. There's, the vast majority of members are really going about their business, but these are sad and desperate times in the mainstream media. Let's just put the cards on the table. The complaints against me mm-hmm. by a hand, less than a handful, three complainants, a Canadian press and a freelancer, a former press gallery president, are frankly so trivial. Uh, one of the complaints was that I'm impolite. Oh, Alex, you don't know the half of it. When I, when I discuss- in a newsroom, that's a shock. I mean, anyone- in, yeah. in a newsroom with competitors, that I was impolite. That I insist on listening to English language committees instead of the French audio feeds. That I propped open a door in clear violation of pandemic regulations. This kind of nonsense. This is why they brought an eviction notice in the company of a constable with a gun. This is about control. We've always said this. We've gone hammer and tongs on these press subsidies. It has to stop, Alex. It's a waste of money that should be spent anywhere else. Try health care. Why are we giving half a billion to these uh, media corporations that can't cover the story in a way that people want to read, listen, and view? Well, they can't. And we've gone, we get on their nerves, and they get on our nerves, and now they finally decided to play rough. And that was when you call in the police. Well, I mean, there's better ways of doing this. You just get better at what you do and give people a reason not to read Black Locks reporting, and you come, you know, come to my product instead. What I don't like about this, and there are a number of things, is that they didn't get what they're wanting, and so then they bring in the arm of the laws. So I, I, I look at this as a, as a dangerous um, tactic. Ultimately, the courts are going to decide for you guys, but it is a really, uh, I think, dangerous move. Oh, it's, it's, no, it's dreadful, but it's also end times. Let's be frank. Happy, successful, profitable, popular corporations don't do this sort of thing. This is what you do when you are desperate, unloved, and feeling a lot of pressure. But, you know, there is value in this. The Minister of Heritage, Minister Rodriguez, always said press subsidies were about democracy and job creation. We said this is about control. And now we can finally see the sticks emerging instead of the carrots. I'm with you. We're litigating this. We are going to Ontario Superior Court. We will find the documents. We will get the explanation in writing, and we will put that on the Internet. We will get to the bottom of this, Alex, because it stinks. Yeah, disclosure can be a very, very, very handy thing, and it can always tell generally the right, the, 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 both sides of the story. So, yeah, we'll stay tuned to that one. number of things going on, I, sh- I should mention, I'm sure you already know, uh, Karen Hogan's coming out with her uh, Auditor's General report, and, and, and I'm looking at the first headline. 
$27.4 billion in suspicious COVID benefit payments. Was she reading you guys? Because you guys have been reporting on this for a long time. Billions. Billions wasted. And then there's a companion report on vaccines where it looks to be one-fifth, at least more likely one-quarter of the billions spent on vaccines went right into wastage. There's a billion dollars on vaccines that we did not need and were purchased. The billions on Canada emergency response benefit checks that went to people who did not deserve them. Alex, they're closing hospital emergency rooms. Mm -hmm. Billions that are gone, you will never see them again. Yeah, it is is atrocious, uh, you know, on some of those benefit packages. I mean, it ballooned. I think you said the costs were about $24 billion on on one of these programs, and it ballooned to over $90 billion. And again, this is stolen money. People took it dishonestly, and and it's taking it right from the front lines of our our healthcare. So we'll get probably more details um, of this report as it comes out. I think it's interesting because the grocers have been making headlines now for a a while. Um, Yesterday, we got this report about food inflation going up five to seven percent a year. And this was a report on forecasting. But they also the 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 grocers were uh, testifying at a a House of Commons agricultural committee. um, And and they're adamant, look, we're not passing costs down to the, the customer, but the customer just doesn't believe it. So what did you parse out of the coverage of the testimony on Monday? I think it's. Uh, I think there's actually a middle ground on this. Believe it or not, when the grocers say, "Look, at our average margins are no better than they were before the pandemic and inflation, and our margins are pretty skinny." Well, that's all very well and good. We also live in one of the least competitive grocery markets in, of any G7 yeah. country. Loblaw Companies is a huge chain. They have. It's not a monopoly, but it's pretty close. They're as big as the railways. So whenever there's inflation, as we've seen, everyone starts talking about grocery profiteering. This has been the case for 100 years, Alex. Having said that, it's precious for Loblaw to plead poor, pitiful country boy when they do have the margins they have. Mm-hmm. My suspicion, you asked the question, they are averaging on top of averaging. They, do, they disclose the information they want to as required by publicly traded companies. This is not the result of a forensic audit. Does anyone really believe that Loblaw is making 4% on a loaf of bread that costs $4? I find that very difficult to believe because yeah. if that was the case, wheat growers would be driving Cadillacs. Yeah, it certainly puts into perspective just how jaw-dropping it is that this federal government gave them millions of dollars of subsidies, basically bought their freezers for them when they can damn well afford them themselves. And they fixed the price of bread. And they are under, to this day, Competition Bureau investigation for bread price fixing. A great bunch mm-hmm. of guys. So this is the problem when they come and say, look at, look at our, poor, our poor margins. We feel your pain. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. What you just said, exactly. Yeah, Galen Weston, of course, did not show up. He was busy yesterday. I think the committee was like, "Uh, where's Galen? We want to talk to that guy. He's busy. He's putting the bread out. Uh, Just quickly, I want to make sure this gets in. Remember that failed COVID alert app that uh, no one bothered to use? Well, now we know. No one bothered to use it. Got 12,000 downloads uh, just before it was canceled by the Department of Health. We spent a bit of a, a fortune on this thing. I guess it was this was the app, if I'm not mistaken, Tom, that was supposed to detect when someone else had COVID that had walked by you. And literally, 
out of the 35 million people in this country, they got 12,000 downloads? It got down to uh, as few as uh, fewer than 13,000 download, downloads a month before <sighs> the Fed just put it out of his misery. It's cost 20 million. You know, it was interesting, and I'm not drawing this connection. The government did. Yeah, through internal polling, we see through the public health agency. The prime minister endorsed this personally. He said, if we can get 50% take-up, we're really on our way. They never got more than 21% take-up. And you know why? They asked people, why don't you download this app? It's great. All the cool kids are. And people said, because I don't trust the government, and I'm not interested in the prime minister's personal endorsement. This was one of the great failures of all time. Yeah, the apps weren't good for them during this pandemic. Do we know? Do you know? I'm not sure if you guys have reported. Maybe you have as to who that contract went to. Was that like a a friend of a friend of a friend? It was suspiciously high marketing costs. The, mm. the marketing was like ninety percent of the budget, and there you're talking friends of friends. Those are the people you golf with on the weekends. I don't have any of those kinds of friends. Anyway, Tom, thank you so much. I very much appreciate you uh, updating us on everything, and we will stay tuned, and we will talk again. Thank you, Alex. That is Tom Korski with Blacklock's Reporter, always dishing on lots of stuff. We'll get that Auditor General report. I'm going to go through it. A lot of it I've already heard from Blacklock's Reporter, but I'll be curious what Karen Hogan digs up. It ain't pretty when you see how much waste, theft, really, 